Welcome to Tuesday Take, a weekly podcast where we sit down with Pastor James to get a little insight into life, questions, and past sermons. Our hope is to use God's Word to challenge you and encourage you so that you can see gospel restoration in your everyday life. With that, here's today's episode. Well, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Take. I'm here with Pastor James. How are you, man? What's up, Shane? You doing all right today? I'm doing great. That's, that's very good. It's very good. Later in the afternoon. A little bit later to podcast than we usually start off with, but that's not a bad thing. At least we are here, right? Hey, look, at least we're doing it, man. That's, I mean, it could it could have just not happened. Right, and we right. say, hey, we're committed to this thing. One of the reasons why I made a slide for Sunday mornings that says, check out the podcast every Tuesday, because now we have to do it every Tuesday, and so <laughs> definitely. Do it for all those thousands of listeners out there. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> we got merch coming your way. I'm kidding. We don't. Um, sorry to get your We'd probably up. lose money if we, if we did merch for the podcast. We're going to do a special run of four t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So for all you faithful listeners out there, no. Man, um, a question that I think is, is floating around right now with just the church in general. Um, why is community important? Yeah, I think this is a topic that we could probably talk about for a long time. Uh, I think it's both pretty important to us, and I know we've done a lot of series here at the church about community. But, I mean, I think, you know, even I, I have a quote I'm going to read about Paul Tripp that I think is really good. But even thinking about creation of how God, I mean, God is a, I mean, you have the Trinity, you know, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit together in perfect union, you know, creates Adam. It's not good that man be alone, you know. So even you see from the foundation of all of it that we were not created to do this thing on our own. I love Paul Tripp. He's got this. Uh, he got this quote. He says, uh, "We were not wired by creation or recreation to live on our own. Independent, self self focused living never goes anywhere good. We must all come to the understanding, accept the truth that our walks with God are community projects. We were not designed to live the Christian life on our own." The reason God calls us to this high quality of relationships is because relationships are an irreplaceable tool in His redemptive hand. And uh, I love that that He says. He says that, uh, that that our walks with the Lord are community projects. And I think so much of our life, especially in America, just this everything's very self, and you know, it, I only need me, and just you know, this Lone Ranger mentality, and. Really, when you look through the biblical text, you see that our Christian walk, our life is never meant to, it's not, it's not our own. You know, we do have a personal relationship, but it's a communal thing that God didn't die just, you know, Christ didn't just die just to save me, but he, to the church, to join us together. And so I think it's a very important for us to understand, like, from the onset of creation all the way through the biblical narrative, like, community is something that God desires for us and and we we i mean it's essential you know for for our life absolutely i think um one of the things that happens is people throw out words here at first and row we call it community and we're going to talk about things today that if you don't go to first and row they still apply to you in your local body right um but we say community groups here at first and row other time i mean we've called it life groups before home groups um some churches call them D groups or breakout groups and things like that. Like there's a group name for everything. And so I think historically you've seen a model of Sunday school. So when we say things like community groups or whatever groups we're talking about, right. how is that different than Sunday school? 
it's really not that much different. I mean, you know, and I think one of the things I think our choice in calling it community groups is because that's our one of our desires here that we want to be a priorities community. And so we're like, I mean, we don't have to. I mean, it's not that we're trying to come up with a catchy name. It's just like let's just call it what what we want. We want to you know define community. You know, and I think really when you look back through, I did one time, I did it like a history look back on Sunday school and the intention. And really when you look back at the original intention of Sunday school, it really was a more of a communal actually evangelistic tool, not so much a teaching time to do Bible study. And so it was really a a space to invite new people into the church and, you know, to really reach out to people. And I think over time it has become more Bible study focused. And so I think the idea of the community is we bring in Bible study, we bring in talking about the Word, we center ourselves on the Word. But it's also more like it's more than just meeting together to talk about the Bible, but we want to live our life together and we want to create a space and environment where, you can develop deep friendships with people, you know. Uh, will you have a deep friendship with everybody? Probably not. I mean, um, I know one of the things we've said here is that, you know, our desire is not that you know every single person, but that you're known by at least, you know, that you're known by somebody, you know. Um, and so I, I think it's, you know, potato, potato, you know. I mean, you know, and and we're not trying to, like, get away from Sunday school of, like, the idea of, like, the I mean, it's all a lot of times it's the same thing. It's just churches call it different things, you know. Yeah. I remember growing up, um, my parents' Sunday school parties, like, being a kid and all of my friend group being at our house as kids and, like, my parents, like, we lived at the end of a cul-de-sac at the dead end and, like, I remember mom getting ready and people doing potluck and stuff like that and, like, 15, 20 cars lining the end of the street. And like at the time it was like, oh, this is a fun party. And but now that I'm older, I look back and like, man, no, like that was intentionality. Like we did it at our house mm-hmm. probably once a year, but it was every month we were at somebody's house on a Friday night doing a, a Sunday school party. And like I look at that and uh, churches in the past that I've been a part of that uh, we've talked about, like, how do we do this? And it's like, well, it's just Sunday school. It's Sunday school at a, at a time it, that may not be Sunday morning. And I know that, like, for us, one of the things we have that I think is so cool, it's Tuesday school. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, do you want to speak to that? Yeah, so basically it's our senior adults, and so they um, – they meet on 1030 on Tuesday, so they actually don't even meet on Sunday. And it was kind of when we, we changed it, you know, we didn't know how they would feel. And, man, they absolutely love it. I mean, every week they're like, man, this is one of the highlights. And I think the highlight for them, and really it's this idea of community of, like, it's time that they get to set aside. We study the Word. We walk through Bible study together. But they get to see each other. They get to sit with each other. They get to drink coffee. They get to uh, eat donuts together. They'll do meals every, you know, every couple weeks or month, you know, and so I think for them it's, it's this time of like outside of a Sunday that they get to, they know they get to see each other, they know they get to check in, they share prayer requests, and so I, it, I mean, I, I love it, I love getting to see them, and that's what we've we've kind of coined it as Tuesday school, you know, it's not Sunday, but um, but for them, I mean, that's one of their, they, I think they love it because it's they, hey, we get to see each other, and we get to experience community, you know. Yeah, that's awesome, and so kind of seeing now that Community groups is basically kind of like a Sunday school, just that happens at a different time. Um, and so knowing, I think that we're probably all pretty familiar with what Sunday school looks like. Um, what are some essentials when it comes to community? I think, and that's one thing we talk about a lot is being authentic, you know, and so being being willing to be real. And of course, and not that you're, you don't have to share every 
deep dark secret with every single person you know maybe unwise just to do that in general but i think it's the idea of being authentic and that it's a space that hey we can we can really come with real questions and we can deal with difficult questions and things that were going on in our life and i don't have to put on a mask uh before people you know so i know that's one of my my desires here at first monroe is that our community groups and as we establish community and hopefully create environments for community to happen um is that people will be authentic and real you know um, I know it's something that's important to you. Yeah, you know. I think, I mean, whenever you're able to just be who you are fully, to be full, I mean, that's the thing you were talking about earlier. Like, you can't know everybody, but we want you to be fully known. And and part of being fully known means, like, with our community group, I was really open through the COVID season with, like, hey, I'm really anxious. I probably need to see somebody about this. And there's a lot of encouragement from that. And, like, it was good for me um, just to be able to say, like, I have a group of people around me that really, it's not just a praying for you, really hope this works out. Like people calling like, how did it go? Yeah, yeah. Were you nervous? People calling me beforehand. It's like, brother, you need to go. Like, mm-hmm. don't skip out. And so authenticity, man, like it just really, it breeds more of the same. And mm-hmm. so I think it helps a lot. Yeah. I think also in that idea of like some essential for communities, like commitment, you know, is just showing up. And so, Sometimes that's hard to just show up. Sometimes we don't feel like showing up. Sometimes like, well, you know, and I think the thing is like, and I know um, we've talked about it before, but like the idea of like um, it, on a Sunday morning on a big group, if you miss, you know, just let you know, we'll miss you if you if you come. But like it, it will continue our, our worship. Shane, we're still going to sing. We're still going to preach. We're still going to do those things. But if you miss out on a small group, it changes the dynamic of the group, yeah. and um, and so it's. I think if you want to find real community, you know, I think I was reading a quote earlier. It's talking about the idea of fellowship, and you read about fellowship in the church, and when we think fellowship, we think of like potlucks, and Obviously, and that's all fine, yeah. you know, and, and uh, they're great. We should do them, yeah, row, yeah. yeah, no doubt. But he, he says like the idea of like fellowship in the in the early church. This word that she used means there's a cost to you, like you got to give yourself away, like there's this cost there. And he, he does this thing, he says that he said a lot of people visit a church or a small group with an eye only for their own needs, and then they go away saying there's no fellowship here. And he says that the truth is we will only have fellowship when we make it a practice to reach out to others and to give something of ourselves. So I think if we really want to have like create environments of real community, one of them I think is gotta start with a commitment of people of like, hey, I'm you know, not not legalistic of like, hey, you can't ever miss, but I think it's like not treating it nonchalantly of just like, oh, well, you know, if I go, I'll go, you know, no big deal. But like really making a priority, say, hey, look, yeah. this is this is important and it's important for me to show up. And so um, and it's hard to say that because you don't want to come across as like legalistic and you can never, you know, admit, you know, that kind of deal. But I think it's just like, hey, you you make happen what's a priority. Yeah. And I think it's prioritizing community, you know. And I think uh, speaking on that, too, Chad McClure, I remember one time and just kind of an idea brainstorming session about community groups that's what he said is like when you're not there you have to remember like the specific input that you as a person can bring is then removed and so we all view life in a different lens we all process things differently and there's something from a sermon that you have that may hit me differently and if i'm not there then whatever the lord spoke to me in that like i can't share that and like Another thing I love that Chad said was like, if you're not there and somebody else isn't there and then somebody else isn't there and somebody else isn't there, you look up and it's like four people. And so it makes it a little more hard. It yeah. makes it more difficult. Yeah. I mean, you still have 
that. But I think that's one of the things is just, you know, to find real community. It's like, hey, it's, it's going to take a commitment. I mean, it's just that's just the reality of it, you know. And I think the problem is, like, we want community, but we don't commitment. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Like, on my terms. Give it to me on my terms. Right. Speaking of Chad, um, he and I read a book together by a guy named Brett McCracken. You've referenced it on Sundays before, too. It's a book called Uncomfortable. And one of the big takeaways from this book is basically, like, you are never going to find every single thing you want. You're just, you're just not going to do it. Like, you're not going to do that in life in general, so you probably aren't going to do that in the church either. And I think some of the essentials, we're talking about essentials, is you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. Like, if you go on our website uh, to, to the community groups tab, and you're like, I want this, this, this that meets at this time with these people in this location, probably not going to find that. And so, like, there has to be a part of you that's willing to be uncomfortable to be in community. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And just, and I think that's what Brett McCracken, a lot of the book, is that he just goes into, like, if you're looking for something that's going to be everything you would ever want, like, that doesn't exist. Um, you know, there's going to be aspects of things, and that's with any church in general. There's going to be things that you like. There's going to be maybe things you don't like, you know. I mean, there's things about our church that I'm like, hey, we need to improve. You know what I mean? But it's like, but I guess it's, it's saying, hey, I'm going to commit to this even if it's in progress, even if we're not fully there on this, whatever this is, is like, hey, I'm still going to show up and be a part of like, hey, making it good, making it, you know, um, the way that we want it to be. So, yeah. And so I think that a lot of that is effort. Like, well, the, th- the three things we talk about being authentic, being committed, and being uncomfortable, like, in there lies a commitment and whatever, I mean, a, a responsibility of, of the person. To put forth the effort. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So I think that, again, it's one of those, like, I've talked about it with some of the young adults before of, like, I want all of these things. Can you just put it in my hands? The answer, yes, I can. But if, again, like, anything that's worth it is worthwhile or whatever that saying is, like, if you want it, how much better is it? And then rather than what is just handed to you. And so I think that's one of the things with, with community that is part of what we have to do is we have to be willing to do it. Like, again, we can place programs in people's hands and that unless you're willing to do these things, it's, it's not going to do anything. That's like I remember I was in Birmingham uh, when I was in seminary and living there. Um, I got plugged in with uh, um, it's called Renovate. It was a church plant that was planting. And I'd gone to summer camp and when I'd gotten back, basically some people said, hey, look, I think, man, you should get to know him. Anyway, they were just getting started with their launch group, and so I, I joined them. But it was this, I mean, it was really uncomfortable because it's like I didn't know any of them. But I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go, and I end up meeting some really, really cool people and uh, and really experience a lot of great community until you know I moved back home from Birmingham. But I remember it was like I had to kind of seek it out, and I just had to just be like, you know what? I'm going to go. And I don't know any of these people, but you know what? I'm just going to go and just be a part and commit to it, you know, and it was awesome. And I'm glad that I, I was able to do that, you know, but I think that's a lot of it is like churches and different things, organizations can schedule you events and times. Um, but it's also just like you making a priority and, and you saying, hey, we'll go and commit to it. So Absolutely. So with that thought in mind, how can we practically find community? So we'll talk a little bit again. If if you're one of the thousands of listeners listening to tens of thousands, that's right, that's right. 
um, uh, listening. Some of you may go to First Monroe, some of you may not. But I think it's, I would say this is probably general for, for what here or other churches. But I think there's formal ways of finding community and there's informal ways. Formal ways of, in a sense of like, for here, it'd be like joining a community group, you know, signing up online, being a part. We plug you into a community group. And that's one of the things when people join, that's one of the things we always encourage them when you join. Like, hey, we want you to find a community group. We want you to, to go and be a part. So I think that um, there's serve teams. So there's like serving. So one of the ways you get to know people um, and find community is serving. So whether that's on the technical side, running cameras, uh, working with musicians, children's, youth, you know, all those kind of things. And so I think getting serving and being on like a serve team helps you to be able to, you know, find community, but it's more of a formal, like we're, we're providing this for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're scheduling it at this time, you know, that kind of thing. And a note, one of the best ways to find community that I've found in the past um, is through serving. It's being on a serve team. Look, on a Sunday morning, whoever's running camera, there's two people, you're sitting basically four inches apart from each other. You're really going to get to know the person to your left or to your right. You really will. And or just be rude and not talk to them, but <laughs> that wouldn't be good. Please don't, please don't do that. Um, or working in a, a classroom. And look, look, I the Lord has not gifted me the ability to work with children. Um, it's just not one of the places that I see that he has strengthened me to serve the body. Hey, you can um, do all things through Christ. I sure can you, um, with a lot of prayer. And so... I look, my wife's a school teacher and sometimes she she comes home, it's like, that was rough, man. Like that was a rough day. And so like you learn to depend on somebody in a classroom. If if it's a crazy morning, you learn to depend on somebody. Like you're the person you're right. in the class with. They're like you're we got this, don't worry. Like and, and even like whatever ministry you want to just to circle back to say, like, we also need you. Yeah. Like if you're listening to this and you go to first row, we need you to plug into a group uh, to to serve somewhere. If you're listening to this and you don't go to first and row, your local body probably needs you to be plugged in to serve somewhere. And what better way to meet somebody? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think that's, that's, you know, the, the, the two formal ways of community group, but also serving with people. And so when you serve, you get to know new people, you get to know people maybe that you didn't, you don't run across every day. And so I think those provide formal type environments that you can, Hopefully, fine. It may not be every single person, but that you can get to know people and, and establish relationships with people, and you know that kind of stuff. So, um, I think that's one way. Another way would be probably like informal ways of finding community, and and what I mean by that is like not in like going to a community group, but maybe it's from your community group. Could be from church. Could be whatever. Of like, hey, let's go to lunch. Hey, let's go to breakfast. Or it could be several several people say, hey, let's let's start a Bible study. Let's you know, let's go to the house. Let's. Um, let's go to supper. Hey, you want this family to come over to our house tonight? You know, and so I think it's more of informal things of like, hey, you know, our house can be an extension of the church, and so we can invite people into our home. We can have it. You, you know what I mean? And so I think it's not just plan that we do um, as a church, but hey, informally, like make effort to get to know people and and to have relationships with people and go to lunch and go or breakfast or wh- whatever works for your schedule, you know? And I think just like making efforts to um, establish a community, yeah. even outside of your community group or your surf team or whatever, you know? And I, I don't want this to, to come off any weird way. And now that I said that, it probably will. But like, I think a lot of the times when we're like, yeah, you just got to establish community, you know, outside of a Sunday and outside of your groups. And it's like, 
okay, well, then it's a Bible study over breakfast or a Bible study over lunch or a Bible study at my house. Like, you can also just go bowling or, like, play 18 holes or go fishing, go hunting, like, go shop. Kelly loves to form community through shopping. She does. And I love that she loves it. But, like... Your uh, wallet doesn't love it, man. It does not. Uh, But, like, it, it doesn't, like... I don't want it to sound like what we're saying is you form that community and you do it around everything that's based in the Bible with community where you just give sacrifice. Like, like all of these things are byproducts of community, but like the foundational elements, like think about how community happens, like community happened between me and you because we like a lot of the same things Mm -hmm. because it kind of works. Now, again, be willing to be uncomfortable, be committed, be authentic and all these things. But like, it doesn't always have to be so churchy whenever community is being formed. Right, right. And I think it, you know, sometimes people will be like, well, I don't know. So it's like, man, just take them to lunch. Like, just, just. There's a 100% chance they like food. That's, yeah, yeah. That is, yeah, for sure. And so I think it's like the idea of like, hey, look, just make the effort to just, and again, you said, I mean, you could go to Bible study, and that's great. Um, it could be going to Delta Biscuit and just getting a biscuit. Praise God. You know, I, hey, uh, Go and get a salad. Go get barbecue. Go get Mexican. Go get sushi. Whatever. Yeah, all those except the salad. Yeah, that's right. Cook at home. I mean, have, have people over at your house. Whatever you know. Um, but I think it's informal things that help establish community yeah. um, that I think is so important and and almost like putting it on like putting it on every person. Like, how are you yeah. building community? How are you being a community builder? You know, are you are you adding to community? Are you you know so one of my favorite. Um, Stories, I guess, when it comes to this, um, Hunter and Molly Welch are some of our very close, cl- some of our closest friends, and we got super close to them by playing board games. Like, it wasn't like a hey, y'all come over and we'll read through First Thessalonians. Like, we didn't, we just play board games, and man, like, we have gotten so close with them, and they're like some, like, honestly, like some of the most authentic people that yeah, we know. Absolutely. Like, they're the people that we can open up to and be real with, and so. Yeah. Uh, it's, I think this formal and informal, like both are, I don't want to say required, but I guess you can go back. They're necessary. They're yeah. kind of, you essential. need both. Cause there's like a level of, if it's just always informal, um, you may never get around to actually getting in the word together. You know what I mean? And yeah. so there, there yeah, needs right. to be things. It needs to be both. And, you know, Absolutely. it's not like you pick one, which one you like, because there are certain times where I like, I need to be environments where people are going to ask me questions about the Bible, like, and, you know, ask me hard questions about my life. So I like, I need that, but also I also need just, Hey, let's hang out and eat and just, and, and through that, a lot of times godly conversations yeah. evolve out of that. So I think it's like, we need both, you know, don't, don't pick one. Yeah. Just do both. We not to go on a deep dive or we can put the wetsuits on and go on a deep dive, whatever you want to do, man. Um, I think that again, <laughs> I caught you off guard. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but one of the things that I think, too, you were talking about with Sunday school, it was originally meant as uh, an evangelistic tool. Again, that informal setting might be one of the best ways that you can be like, hey, neighbor that doesn't go to church. That was really weird. Hey, this is a, some guys from the church, and we're going to get together, and we're going to watch the fights. Some guys together, we're going to go play golf. Some girls from the church, we're going to go out and hang out. I don't, I'm, I don't yeah. know what women do. that. Y'all stuff. And yeah. so that's probably one of the easiest way to get somebody in. I, one of my favorite stories to tell is one of my best friends from Baton Rouge. His name is Ryan Andrus. 
They started a community group at their house at, through their church progression, had people coming and some unchurched people on their block. Ryan and Ariel ended up moving out of that neighborhood. And a lot of those people came to know the Lord through that group. And that original group that they started is still going strong, even without Ryan and Ariel there. And there was a bunch of people who had no clue who Jesus was. And so like, man, like that, in, like you're saying that informal leads to formal and it's, yeah. I mean, it's needed. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, if you are looking for opportunities uh, for community or you're looking for opportunities to serve, if you go to firstrunner.com, click on the next steps page, you hit ministries, you'll find our community groups. And then if you find, uh, again, under next steps, service opportunities, you'll find ways to serve. Again, we think that this is something that's very vital to the church. Um, This is one of the ways that we are fully known. And so we want to encourage you, if you are looking for community or ways to serve, find those outlets and and find ways to serve. Because again, we do need you and we need you in community. We need you to serve. We need you in both. Um, And so thank you, Pastor, for sitting down and having a conversation. And thank you for checking out another episode of Tuesday Take.